show that talks about entertainment, sports, music and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad that you could join us today. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome everybody to another episode of Casting for Fun Podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda. This is for uh, Tuesday, uh, May the... May the 9th. Uh, this is episode 70 of the podcast. Uh, I'm really excited that I'm at episode 70 and just getting closer and closer to episode 100. Uh, not that I have anything planned for the 100th episode, but uh, I'm, I'm excited that I've been able to keep this hobby going for as long as I have. And I'm planning to keep it on, keep it going on for, for you know, much, much longer. So this is going to be really great. Okay, so for episode 70 of the show, I've invited uh, Kimmy Nathan Cross to return to the show to discuss Wednesday from Netflix. Uh, it was interesting to learn that the Crosses are a huge fan of the Addams Family franchise, have loved the, the two live action movies, uh, and we discussed the show extensively. It's really fun and great uh, to talk about how uh, cool the show was, how entertaining and, and fun it was to watch. Uh, so I'm really excited that I get to have Kimmy and Nathan back on the show to talk about it. And, you know, when whenever they're on, there's always new listeners catching it. Uh, people who maybe don't listen to some of the other episodes I do, but came on specifically to hear Nathan and Kimmy. So thanks for, for listening. Uh, even if you're only here just to hear Kimmy and Nathan, I'm really excited. Uh, here we go. This is my conversation with The Crosses about the hit Netflix show Wednesday. Returning to the Casting for Fun podcast are two wonderful special guests who have been on the show several times before, and the streaming download numbers always do well when they're on. So thank you both for promoting the episode. I mean, I'm sure you have tons of friends who love hearing you talk. It's uh, Kimmy and Nathan Cross. Kimmy and Nathan, how are you both? Doing good. Great, thanks. Good to be back. Good, good to hear see you both, and I hope everything's going well with your family. Yeah, awesome. yeah, we're doing good. Oh, good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> finally, good. Getting, finally getting warm here in Utah. So, oh, that that that's always good to hear. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's um, uh, how do I want to say? I mean, like, we're kind of late to the party as far as like Wednesday goes. But I mean, sometimes with the Netflix shows, you never know because I guess it's it's a lot of it's word of mouth, like we talked about with Stranger Things, and yeah. I think timing also kind of just played a factor too. But I'm glad glad that we get to talk about Wednesday finally. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, this the, we we loved this show, but it, yeah, it's, it's been like when did it come out? Was it November? Last I think year? November of last year, and then Allison yeah. and I didn't actually get around to watching it until maybe January. So it had already been out for like a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think a lot of people do that. You know, that's the that's the beauty of having streaming services. You can just watch it whenever. Yeah, so. exactly, and then binge it. Just watch all the all the way through if you like. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So uh, before we get to Wednesday, though, I mean, because I've kind of unofficially declared it Star Wars month on my show for the whole month of May, I wanted to just get your general feelings, impressions about Star Wars, like what you enjoy, as- assuming that you do. I guess it's wrong of me just to automatically assume everybody loves Star Wars, but uh, like <laughs> yeah. the Disney Plus shows, if you guys have had a chance to see the Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, uh, anything along those lines. We are definitely Star Wars fans. We okay. both grew up in star wars families yeah and mm-hmm. i think our star wars fandom has only grown <laughs> since yeah. we've been married to each other um yeah, i introduced him to the clone wars series and oh very cool we're big fans of that and uh we watched the obi-wan kenobi show not too long ago and enjoyed that oh, quite a bit yeah um yeah i've even watched like star wars visions and um he plays all the games too yeah oh so very cool. i'm excited for a star wars 
uh, Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be oh, playing awesome. that one eventually. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. We need awesome. PS5, huh? We do. Oh, yeah. We do. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Very good. Very good. Uh, so I've asked actually this general question with people because of like the huge like reaction that uh, the fandom got from Star Wars when they were able to do a deep fake for Mark Hamill for The Mandalorian Season 2 and for The Book of Boba Fett. Do you guys like how it turned out? Do you like the idea of bringing back uh, a younger Mark Hamill to guys fill in the gaps for that time frame of Star Wars and the defect technology in general? Do you guys kind of like that as far as moving forward with Hollywood? Okay, you can never go wrong by adding Mark Hamill into any <laughs> equation, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that that isn't where the issue lies because yes please give us more mark hamill please mm-hmm. but um the deep fake was a little still you, you you could tell you can tell mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's in the eyes like the eyes are the human eyes are so difficult to animate realistically mm-hmm. to make them look like they have that the emotion and the life behind them and um that that young luke just kind of looked uh he didn't emote very much at all and you probably to make the deep fake easier to render um which was super unfortunate because it's like mark hamill's a fantastic actor let the man act yeah. but yeah yeah but the uh, the deep fake technology i mean when you look at like the indiana jones trailer that's nuts to me and mm-hmm. it's it's come so far so quick and of course the more information you can put into the machine to get the right images out of it at the end certainly helps so you have all of harrison ford's young career to pump up into that for indiana jones mark hamill it really was just star wars that's for the most part so there wasn't probably as much so with it getting better and better and better i'm a little less opposed to it just because we're gonna get better results better acting better emotion better life behind the eyes which i completely agree it's like dead eye non-emoting yeah kind of strange yeah uh definitely uncanny valley stuff as far as bringing people back uh you know i i don't know i'm i'm a little on the fence about it like it was kind of it was kind of like a touching moment to see for example in rogue one carrie fisher young carrie fisher yeah like that was kind of kind of a cool little moment, even though it was very brief and it felt a little weird when you go back and look at it at, for that second or third time. But uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of an interesting thing. The idea of like, for example, like if they were trying to bring back Grand Moff Tarkin, you know, and he's been gone for a long time. Well, they did bring him, but back. they brought him back. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it, that that kind of stuff. Bringing people back from like the dead, I don't know. That's kind of weird to me. For storytelling purposes, I think it's cool, and I think that they should keep developing it and keep the the more that we see it, the better it's going to get. Mm-hmm. And I think it could eventually become something really cool. Yeah, as long as the ethics behind it are as sound as they could possibly be. Like, hey, we reached out to the estate of so and so who's already passed on, and they said that they're okay with them doing this. And well, yeah, of course. And they did. They actually did that, and they did a really good job of it in um, Ghostbusters Afterlife when they brought back Egon. Oh yeah, and they actually used his son oh, as a stand-in. I didn't know that. And it's it's really cool. Oh, that's cool. It's it's actually it was really emotional for me. I don't know. Wow, it was great. 
So it can be done. It can be done well. It just needs to be done the right way, right? Yeah. Technologically and ethically, I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. In fact, I mean, it's an interesting point you brought up, Nathan, to have both in mind. Because, I mean, as the technology grows, I mean, it could get to the point where Hollywood could digitally recreate anybody. And then if they're not using ethics, I mean, they could just do whatever they want, <laughs> which can yeah, maybe be a kind of a scary prospect if you think about it. So just yeah. making sure that, yes, we are being ethical, we are getting proper permission. I, I think it's uh, a fantastic thing to see the technology move forward. We're getting to the point where AI can deep fake people's voices and we can probably de-age people's voices and stuff like that. So it's, it's crazy. It's it's a very strange world we live in. Yeah, very strange world, but really exciting, cool too. So <laughs> yeah, for continuity and for Star Wars, which is like constantly just filling in gaps with stories in the timeline now. Yeah, I, I can definitely see how it can definitely be a benefit. Yeah. Very good. Uh, anything else with Star Wars that you guys wanted to discuss or are you ready to jump into Wednesday? Um, honestly, we're, we're still wrapping up Mandalorian, so we, we probably don't have a whole lot to <laughs> Yeah, we, we, yeah. We, took that, we took a back seat to other things that came up, but... Yeah, things, um, things have been kind of crazy. Like, it's been busy. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Andor, I still, I still, he's watched. I, I started, I started Andor, and I got to the point where it's like, this is really good. If he needs to watch this, I need to stop. <laughs> I'm gonna spell everything. Yeah. So I stopped. But yeah, we need to watch Andor. So we've got. That's it's a wonderful time to be a Star Wars fan, right? Because there's oh, yeah. so much content now. Yeah. And so much of it is so good. Um, even even the episodes of like the Bad Batch, like we we're completely caught up. Oh, on that. Bad Batch! Um, even yeah. episodes of that, they're like, eh, so you know, you know what's going to happen. It's kind of predictable. Even those ones are still fun. They're so much fun, yeah. and that's probably one of the best things to say about Star Wars is it's just it's just fun, mm -hmm. and it's a fun time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one thing I actually I really really love is just how accessible it is. So I mean, when I think back to Star Wars, like my my family, we had really poor qualities taped from TV. Where like uh like there's a scene from A New Hope when uh uh Obi Wan's explaining uh to Luke like what happened to his father who who had, that he was murdered and betrayed by Darth Vader on our copy of it it just goes to blue so you just hear audio but it's just like a really poor quality that was the best oh, we wow. could get but I mean today you can access Star Wars from any device you want as long as you have the internet so it's actually pretty cool that it is as accessible as you mentioned Nathan that we can just throw it on whenever we want to and there's so much content to take in. Some of it may be better than others, true. I mean, that say discussion for another day as far as like maybe the pre the sequel trilogy goes. But for the most part, I think Disney Star Wars has produced some really good stuff, particularly with the, the shows. So yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and they gave us Dave Filoni. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Grateful for him. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump into some uh Wednesday talk now. So yeah, as I right. mentioned at the top of the show, a little late to the party, but Wednesday, I actually thought was really entertaining and fun. And I'm not really necessarily a huge like Adam's Family fan, even though I did enjoy the, the live action movies with Raul Julia and uh, Angelica Houston back in the 90s. Uh, but what were your thoughts when you heard that there was going to be a Wednesday show? Was that something that was on your radar or were you kind of like uh, persuaded to watch it? I was really excited because I, I grew up being a huge Adam's Family fan. We my family would watch the movies with Raul, Raul Julia and Angelica Houston all the time. <laughs> and we, we quote it all the time and we we're just big fans. And uh, so so hearing that we were gonna be getting some new content was really exciting to me. 
And um, of course I was a little apprehensive because, you know, it's, you care so much about it. I cared so much about it and I didn't want them to, you know, ruin it or anything, but yeah, yeah I was excited. And I grew up with that, the Adams family movies from the nineties as well and mm-hmm. enjoyed them. And we watched them a lot. My, my brother in particular really enjoyed the Adams family quite a bit. And so I was, I was a little, I was excited. And then I was a little apprehensive because it was like, ah, it's Tim Burton. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that was why we were I, <laughs> I have a very much like a love disappointment relationship with Tim Burton yeah. where Big Fish, one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's not like the greatest movie of all time, but I could sit and watch that movie over and over and over and over. I love that movie. Um, Tim Burton. But the argument could be made that that was his last good project. Yeah, Which was like, what, 20 years ago now? Yeah, I want to say so 2004. That, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's so, Todd, which was like... We've had a lot since then. We don't need to go through the whole catalog. Yeah, uh, <laughs> None of it has been very good. So that's why we were apprehensive. It's like, oh no, Tim Burton... But this honestly is like, I feel like it's a big comeback for him. Like I couldn't Mm -hmm. believe that, you know, at the end of every episode, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. Tim Burton made this. Yeah. Yeah. His his name pops up. It's like, oh yeah. I think the the TV episodic format served him really well. Yes. Mm -hmm. And of course the, the source material is very much his element already. Yeah. So I think it just, it actually was a really good fit in the end. We were very pleased with the show mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it a lot. Oh, awesome. Awesome. You know, I think I'm kind of uh, in the same boat as far as like Tim Burton goes, because I love his two Batman movies. So the Michael King Batman movies, I think are both fantastic. Yeah. Uh, oh, his yeah. kind of the apes was a huge stinker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could probably be nitpicky about, yeah, I like this one from Tim Burton. I don't like this one from Tim Burton. Um mm-hmm. But I guess uh, the way I would also state it is that along with Tim Burton, I think the showrunners of uh, Alfred Gove and uh, Miles Millar, if I'm saying their names right, I'm, I'm a huge fan of their work. They created the show Smallville. I don't know if you ever watched that yeah. one. That's yeah, right. They're, they're the showrunners on Smallville. They wrote the screenplay for Spider-Man 2. So even with No oh. Way Home being as fantastic as it was, I think certain people still argue that Spider-Man 2 is the best live action Spider-Man. So, so I mean, it's the combination of, of them together. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. with, with oh, yeah. them serving as showrunners and in turn Burton adding his uh, flavor. And then if you throw in Danny Elfman's score, so all that together, I think adds for a really, really great show. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you have Jenna Ortega, who came out of nowhere and just owned it. It was, she was perfect. Mm-hmm. oh perfect yeah that's exactly what i wanted to bring up next so as you mentioned nathan just kind of uh, out of nowhere even though she did have like i guess some roles uh yeah. maybe you weren't necessarily too familiar with her like I, we saw the movie we watched the movie yesterday on netflix i don't know if you've heard of that one heard of, with, uh, i've heard of it have not seen uh, yeah, jennifer gardner she marries a hispanic guy and then uh jenna, jenna ortega plays their oldest daughter basically the premise is that uh like for 24 hours, the kids get to do whatever they want. The parents can't say no. They have to say yes to whatever they do. Oh, okay. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I remember hearing about that one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so a few roles like that she had done, but I mean, she was really an unknown name, but then all of a sudden jumped to massive popularity. Uh, in fact, at my daughter's school, like all the, I, I go there because I go to volunteer in her kindergarten class and then all the kids are very talkative. They'll come up to me and start talking. Like they'll ask me, Hey, have you seen Wednesday? Apparently all the girls in her class absolutely love the show. And they're even trying out her, her dance moves, which was kind of funny. in the scene. 
So, so I wanted to, yeah, let's, let's focus on Jenna Ortega. What did you think specifically about her performance as Wednesday? Okay, well, first of all, let's state the obvious. I love the fact that she's actually Latina. That's our, our first you yes. know, Wednesday. That's a big deal. Yes. Um, Gomez is Latin. Morticia is from unknown origins, but probably Latin too. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. No, Morticia's nope. not. And, okay. and neither is Catherine Zeta Jones. Okay, but we do have <laughs> Gomez, obviously. So it's just, it's neat. It's neat. I, I, I'm anyway, very happy. I love Jenna's Ortega. I loved her, her, her deliveries, her. She's so cute too. Oh my gosh. And yeah, she did a fantastic job. The fact that she choreographed that dance that she did too, it's pretty cool. So I think she did wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Second everything she just said, I think that it was neat that you can tell she kind of, she did take some elements of the, um, gosh the wednesday from the movies from the 90s but she definitely made it her own character yeah yeah mm -hmm. oh she absolutely did yeah in fact actually that was one of the talking points i wanted to bring up uh also and we'll, we'll definitely come back to jenna ortega but it was really cool to see christina ricci on set uh and it was kind of interesting to read as i was studying online apparently she wasn't the first pick uh thora birch was that supposed to play the 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 non uh uh I guess, what do you call them? Like, they're, they're not, not like Harry Potter, like the muggles, but I mean, they, they, they don't have like, yeah. Normie, yeah. Oh, Normie, thank you, Normie. That's the term I was looking for. Uh, but they brought her on, which was really cool. I would have thought they would have wanted to get her from the get-go. But uh, but apparently, they Christina Ricci and uh, Jenna Ortega didn't really converse at all in order to kind of like make it so, okay, I'm not going to give you any tips or pointers as to how you do Wednesday. You should be your, entirely your own thing, which I thought was pretty cool. That's smart. I didn't know that, no, but that's, that's very wise, you know, and, uh, and also that would contribute to their, you know, their characters as well. Their characters mm -hmm. were not friends necessarily. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard of actors actually, you know, taking things beyond just in front of the camera where they actually will, uh, is it, is it called method acting where you, yeah, I've heard that phrase. Yeah. You know, Actually, if you if your enemies on screen, you're going to be enemies in, in real life just to make mm -hmm. sure you have that same chemistry for the performance. And that, that's a good idea. That's I mean, that'd be hard, <laughs> but but it worked. The oh, performances yeah. were fantastic. Yeah. And then speaking of hard, too, apparently I didn't notice this. I kind of want to go back and rewatch it, but she never blinks at all during her performance. You're yeah. Right. And apparently that's in order to make that happen, weird. she had to do extensive blinking when she wasn't being filmed. But in order to to really get that uh the, the Wednesday character down, they they I guess it was Tim Burton's suggestion to not have her blink at all. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that sells some of that sociopath. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, there are so many great one-liners that she said from the show. Like, I mean, again, so spoilers. I started mentioning at the top of the show spoilers, but I'm assuming everybody listening knows spoilers for all of our, our conversations uh when uh they they did the homage scene to carrie which i think both of you would have appreciated being fans of horror right uh yeah. like the pig blood drops from the ceiling everyone's covered and then she just gets disgusted over the pipe oh you guys didn't even use real pig's blood what's up with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she actually gets just a little hint of a smile too right yeah. when it starts when it starts really pouring down everyone starts screaming it's like yes she would she would enjoy this like yes <laughs> yeah, the chaos like, the yeah. blood the... Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the macabre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, one other point about Jenna Ortega that I wanted to bring up. I thought this was kind of interesting when I was uh, doing the research for this podcast. Apparently, uh, she had vetoed a possible flash mob scene, which was going to be written into the show that just the writers wanted to do. And that eventually led to the impro improvisation for the dance that she would do, which I thought was pretty cool and interesting that she would have that kind of pull uh, on, on set. Uh, not a lot of actors or actresses do. I guess if they become a big name and they're serving as producers, they can. But it was interesting to me to read that she actually got a whole sequence changed. And that's kind of cool, too, because to be honest, I don't really like flash mobs. I think they're kind of lame and kind of dated. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I'd much rather have the viral dance we got from her yeah than a flash mob yeah absolutely absolutely uh let me see what else uh, i want to touch base on the the rest of the gomez family so it was interesting to me that hey we're going to do an adams family show and base it entirely on wednesday who i by far has to be the most popular member of the, the adams family at this point but i wanted to go ahead and talk about the rest of the family so Catherine zeta jones louise guzman and Fred Armisen, who I always love. I think he's a really funny comedian playing Uncle Fester. Uh, what did you think of the, the parents and the uncle? They were perfect. I think the casting was perfect. I know a lot of people had issue with uh, Luis Guzman <laughs> as Gomez because they're like, ew, he's so short and he's ugly. Gomez is supposed to be handsome and suave and like, no, go back to the comics. Mm -hmm. Look at the <laughs> comics. That's exactly what Gomez is supposed to look like, mm -hmm. you know. And that's that's the joke. That's the irony. Is this yeah. little short squat, you know, kind of ugly little dude winds up with this absolute smoke show of a wife? You know, <laughs> that was the joke. You know, <laughs> and so he was perfect. The casting, I think, was just dead on. Yeah, and the the chemistry between them, I thought, was actually really spot on too. <laughs> Because he just obviously adores Morticia and is, you know, worships her. Yeah. Just just like the movies, just like the comics. And uh and it's just absolutely perfect. I, I thought they were both very well cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And uh and Thing, uh Thing was very interesting. Apparently they got a real actor to wear a blue suit, so they used his actual hand on set. And I guess they had to use, uh, I don't know what you would call that, like, I guess a prosthetic, like a uh, wrist or stub or whatever to, so yeah. it would protrude out properly so that you yeah. couldn't tell that there was actually a man wearing a blue suit behind him. Uh, I guess he's a professional ma magician by the name of uh, Victor Dormonatu, if I'm saying his nice. name right. But, but uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of care went into the show, which was really, really cool. Yeah, if I remember correctly, they also had a magician play thing in the, in the movies, the 90s movies. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, they just have those, you know, those those hands that can just really, you know, a very emotive, yeah, hand work. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it was so impressive. Yeah, I I remember we kept commenting on how good thing looked mm -hmm. in the show, and I think it was because so much of it was practical. practical. Yeah, absolutely. We are a, we're huge fans of practical effects. Mm -hmm. That kind of brings us brings us to like another point in the show that we. Didn't care for the CG as much. It could have been a lot better, but that part but, of it, but thing looks thing, fantastic. Thing is yeah. amazing. Yeah, and and just the talent it would take to do all those finger things that they do and make it look like the right physics and movements that a disembodied hand would make, even while they're obviously using a real hand, is just really impressed to me. Mm -hmm. It's like that. It's pretty cool. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then so with the, the story and plot that we get, I, I thought it was kind of interesting, as you mentioned, some of the CGI for the particular monster. I forget the name of the creature. Again, it's been a couple months since I've seen it, but the hide. Uh, the hide. Thank you. Yeah, the hide. Yeah. Uh, the, the overall story arc that we got, I thought was very interesting. I like the school setting. And then obviously focusing on Wednesday and her time at school and then, you know, her relationship with other people and how she's having to get along with them, even though she is very much uh, deadpan with her uh, personality, which again, like a lot of people love and gravitate towards, which is really cool. Yeah. So what did you guys think of the overall plot and like the pacing of the story that we got in the show? Overall, I think we were, we were really happy. The, the idea of kind of a murder mystery sort of thing going on that has to be solved was kind of a unique direction to take. Wednesday Adams story we we know Wednesday Adams as kind of this fish out of water character but putting that as kind of like a side story to the, the main plot I don't know I think it was overall it was it was good I think it was good too there is a little bit of uh flaw in the setting itself though the fact that we're putting her basically in an American version of Hogwarts, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Nevermore yeah. Academy. Yeah. Um, that was interesting because the whole the whole um point of the Adams family is the fact that they stick out, they stand out because they mm -hmm. are around normal people, right? Mm -hmm. And then there, there they are, and they're not normal. Well, here you are putting her in a school with a bunch of other people who aren't normal. So it's like, so what makes her special? You know, and so what they had to do was they pretty much just portrayed everyone else as pretty dang normal if you really think about it yeah they were vampires and werewolves and uh, sirens. sirens and stuff yeah but they all behaved and acted and pretty normal <laughs> compared to wednesday yeah so that was just a little um it felt made the conflict of the story feel a little forced, a little forced because yeah. mm -hmm. you've got the normies and you have the outcasts and this big divide between them but they're all really relatively normal people so when partway through the whole story everyone's like oh you know what it's not so bad now we have some normies kind of mixing with some outcast characters and and hey you know what you're not so different and weird anyway it's like well yeah of course you're both normal people one of you just happens yeah. to turn into a werewolf <laughs> no and even enid doesn't really turn into a werewolf not until the very end you know end, yeah so anyway but that's that's really my my only complaint about the setting is is just that but yeah. That and and then the fact that Wednesday as a character craves chaos, That's loves <clears throat> loves when things go horribly wrong, mm -hmm. and she is is shocked and worried and scared about some of these things that happen in the show. That's like I don't like, think the real Wednesday act like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the purposes of the story, she needed to she yeah. needed to have some emotional stake in saving the school. Mm -hmm. But like, I think in reality, the real ones have been like, let it burn. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, really. And the fact that, you know, her part of her motivation was the fact that her father, his reputation was dragged into it. And the whole, you know, framing of, of Gomez um, kind of worked. But really, I mean, if Gomez was arrested for, you know, on suspicion of murder for someone, they would all be like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, she would be mm -hmm. so, like... She'd be like, my, my hero. Yeah, my hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She... <laughs> exactly. So, oh, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, the there, there 
that was really it when we were talking about it. Those were the two big ones for us that yeah, they kind of fixed that them now. Is that canonically the the ones that we all that we've all known, right? She <clears> would not really be the one going around trying to save the day and trying to solve the mystery and stop bad things from happening because she she would be the one causing the bad things to happen. You know, she is the she loves creating the chaos. I mean, she burned down a whole camp full of kids in <laughs> in the second movie. <laughs> and, you know, and just grinned the whole time and loved it. Oh, she didn't grin. That's right. But no, you know, Smurfs, inside perhaps grinning inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they they kind of save it with the fact that they kind of teach her like you've been a loner for so long that you have to learn to live outside of yourself and make friends and connect yeah and, she grows and so, so and so the yeah. fact that she's like okay she has some emotional stakes because of the people around her that she has learned to you know become friends with okay maybe i guess she has enough of a reason to save the school from burning to the ground you know maybe she's maybe she's more like no one else is going to burn this to the ground i'm going to burn this to the ground not you you don't get credit for it i'm going to stop you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those are all really excellent points. In fact, I didn't even consider it either. So that yeah, interesting points to, to think about. The only thing I, I guess I would suggest or can mention, I guess, would be that it, this show was more of a uh, comedy horror drama, whereas the movies were purely uh, hmm. horror comedy. And I guess I can understand yes. that she would need to, like you mentioned, for story-wise purposes, need to have more con concern, compassion for the school and her friends that she made. Um, kind of just show it on the bottom, not really on the surface. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's kind of the way I, I would put it. But uh, well, you did bring up an interesting point where she would be in that setting of the school and they would focus mostly on her uh, as opposed to being like the, the the outcast in a normal society, which is the way we've seen the Adams family portrayed up until this right. point. So I'm actually kind of curious then for both of you, Kimmy and Nathan, would you want to see the, the other family members take more of a, uh, like, higher or bigger role in the show or should we just kind of continue to focus on just wednesday it's herself oh absolutely I'd, i want to see the whole family, the family i thought okay. that the the couple episodes where they were more involved were the best some of the best ones mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we get to a point where pugsley's old enough that he comes to nevermore you know and we get a little more of him in the story um of course, Uncle Fester can just pop up whenever he dang well pleases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I, I'd love to, for the whole family to be more involved, for sure. Because awesome. I know the show is called Wednesday. Yeah, it's her show, right? But still, mm -hmm. I yeah, I love them all. So yeah, yeah. Well, I hope they can incorporate the rest of the family in. I mean, obviously, because of the huge success of the show. In fact, I didn't mention this earlier at the top of the show. It's the second most streamed English language. Uh, Netflix show. I guess it's important to make that distinction because I guess the the Squid wow. Game. I don't know if you've seen or heard of that one. Mm -hmm, yeah. I guess I I haven't myself, but apparently that one's just done massive, massive ratings. So the only other English language show to do better as far as overall streams and ratings than uh, Wednesday is, in fact, Stranger Things, which is kind of cool to think. Uh, so wow. because of that, I mean, they've already greenlit the second season. So my guess is it will be on production soon. Uh, but of course, the, the writer strike going on right now is probably going to put a little wrench or yeah, we, lay those we plans for it. a bit. We yeah. won't see it till like next year sometime, I'm sure. Mm, yeah. Yeah, if we're lucky. I hope they, I really hope they don't rush anything because of the strike. Mm -hmm. I know they're rushing the current season of, of Stranger Things, season five that they're yeah. filming right now. They're rushing that. They're, rushing they're also to rushing that. the Dreams like... of Power season two. Oh, yeah. They're actually yeah. proceeding with, with production without the writers, which is going to be interesting. 
But anyway, yeah, I, again, again, I agree. I think I hope they, they take the time to do it right because yeah. it the show itself, like, I mean, we, we did a lot of critique on the show, but I feel like it was still like a really fun, enjoyable ride. We still loved it. We yeah. still loved it. There were enough of the of the pieces of the mystery that we didn't piece it quite together until a little bit before things finally like were revealed. And even mm-hmm. when some things were revealed, we're like, oh, we were only half right about that and not completely right. And, and mm-hmm. so there were some interesting elements that were just yeah. really fun and really well done. And of course, the acting was was good throughout. So it it made it a very enjoyable show. Yeah. So I really hope they take the time to to do these characters and the justice and give them a story worth yeah worth their time. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so actually, that just reminded me of something. It wasn't in my notes to bring this up, but I mean, just remembering the plot of the show, the murder mystery that you mentioned. Uh, so I guess this is the first time we're seeing Wednesday actually have like a supernatural power of some type, right? Where she yeah. can touch yeah. something and like sense like, you know, or have like a, have visions of, of what of past events, which is actually kind of cool. And I would assume that's why all the students are at Nevermore, whether they're uh, a monster of some type or they do have a special ability, which I guess is kind of cool uh, uh, story plot to explore for, for future seasons. For sure. And at the it. very at the very end, we got uh, Eugene. is his special ability to be able to talk to bees. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that randomly, it was Eugene, right? I think it was Eugene. Yeah, I think so. I think Ran- so. That randomly yeah. showed up at the very, very end. So it's like, we obviously have more than just werewolves and sirens and things like that. It'd be neat mm-hmm. to explore, like you said, some of these other characters who have these strange powers. No, I love it. I love the fact that we're giving, you know, Wednesday and Morticia abilities. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Morticia in, in the comics and in the, in the films is very much, I don't know if she's ever called a witch, but very witchy, right? And yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. And uh, oh, that reminds me, I'd love if they had Grandma Adams in the next season. Yeah, I'd love true. Grandma Adams so much. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I'd be curious to see what Gomez's special abilities or monsterness right. is. Right. Yeah. Too. We were wondering, like, that never why is Gomez there? What's his ability? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe his Gomez ability is that he just is really good at certain things he picks like a sword and all of a sudden he just is a swordsman that could be cool he picks something else up and he's just really good at it mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, he starts dancing and he's an amazing dancer and it's, oh, that would account yeah. for the movies <laughs> for sure yeah 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 and then other family members we haven't seen yet uh cousin it so we'll we'll see if they incorporate uh, cousin it in some capacity. Yes, cousin it. It. I could use like two hundred percent more lurch. Also, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more lurch for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, very cool. Yeah. So I absolutely agree with you. I love the show. I thought it was fantastic. It was it was funny. It, it was uh, the right amount of spooky. Uh, and apparently, it's just a huge cultural hit. So much so that my my friends' daughters, who are like you know six you're six years old, they love it too. So. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy, awesome. crazy. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was all the talking points I had, though. Were there anything else from from Wednesday you wanted to bring up or discuss? I I just wanted to bring up that um, you know since the '90s, the '90s films, mm-hmm. um, we have had not much by way of content, right, for for the Adams Family before this show, but there was the musical that came out, the Adams Family musical. I think it came out maybe. Oh gosh, I don't even know. 
2013. Yeah, early. And it it had a, just a short little life on Broadway, and then it, you know, kind of just faded into the background. We had the opportunity to see it though because our community theater here in town was doing a production of it. Oh, cool! This past October, mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, we we went to go see it. We brought Teddy and everything, and it was, um, the. <laughs> If anyone from this this community theater performance is watching, you guys did great. However, the material, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so bad. Like <laughs> uh, everyone was out of character, you know, and it was just uh, especially we had, Wednesday. Especially Wednesday, <laughs> she was so out of character. The whole joke, the whole um, her her whole arc in the musical is that she starts to want to be more normal. She starts and to she starts to try to be normal and you know wants to go to she says at one of the lyrics at one point it's like I want to go to Disneyland and you know and all that <laughs> she, she, like, she walks on stage wearing a yellow dress at one point and everyone oh, no. stares at her aghast no she would not <laughs> she would not you know and just <laughs> anyway and Morticia was way out of character and just was ugh. anyway so coming out of seeing that musical and then getting this show in November like you know just a few weeks later mm-hmm. uh oh it was it was just such a relief and a fresh breath of fresh air like oh this is this is good content that we want <laughs> for and, the and family it, and it was even at the point where it was like Tammy started watching it first mm-hmm. and I was like oh yeah I'll, I'll wait oh wait and then she told me no 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 you need to watch this you need to catch up so then I caught up and we we finished watching it together yeah and yeah. yeah it was it was a relief for it, you know, after, you know, all of the concerns that we could have had about it for yeah. it to turn out as good as it the, did. The only, the only moment that I had real beef with was the, the rooftop sword fight with Gomez, Morticia, and, ooh, what was his name? The, the crazy guy. That oh, was yeah, yeah. Obsessed with Morticia, right? Yeah. Um, it, They're acting scared, you know, like we were fighting for our lives and it's so dramatic. And I was like, no, okay, no. <laughs> Gomez and Morticia would be so into that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine like, you know, Gomez fighting off a crazy murderer that's trying to get to his beloved. Like mm-hmm. they would just be in their element and they'd be thrilled to be yeah. in that situation, <laughs> you know? Um, and the fact that they were so scared, I was just like, okay fine <laughs> maybe you it know. was their first time having a sword fight out in the rain on the rooftops right okay sure. anyway. <laughs> but, anyway. that, but that was this big romantical thing for them like mm. how we met yeah <laughs> that's, that's honestly my only other thoughts was just thank heavens we got wednesday because the musical is terrible and uh-huh. <laughs> and just that you know gomez and morticia would have had a lot more fun with that fight than they did in the show Mm-hmm. You know, I just remembered. I think a few years ago there was an animated uh, Adam's Family movie, right, from Illumination Studios. The oh, same people. Oh who gosh, did. I see that's right. There were two of those. There were two. Yeah, I never saw there. either of them, so I don't know if they were any good. But, yeah, I know that Me the neither. reviews weren't fantastic, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's probably up there around like the Minion movie type stuff, where it's just you know, it's Saturday morning cartoon feature mm-hmm. length. Yeah. You know? Okay. No, like sugary popcorn content, but nothing else. Yeah, I never even saw it, which says a lot because I love the Adams family. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I, you know, any content, it's like, oh, yes, please. 
but that that I just we probably know. just felt like Hotel Transylvania five. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea either. No idea. Yeah, <laughs> never saw it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you're right. I mean, uh, it could have been easily gone the other way where the producers might've just said, you know what, I don't know if we need to do any more Adam's family content, but, uh, they saw something, uh, they saw something in Jenna Ortega, which is pretty cool. And, uh, and the concept of focusing on Wednesday. So again, I'm, I'm happy with the show we got. I thought it was really fun and I'm excited to see more. So. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last thought. Uh-huh. I I'm, I'm sad that Gwendolyn Christie's is oh, not going to be in season two. Yes. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. She was so great. Her and, death was kind of pointless. It was unfortunate. I understand if they needed to kill her off, but like at least have her die, maybe defending Wednesday or just something other than just what what was it? What how'd she die again? She pretty much just the got needle in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it was just like, okay, that was way too easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they'll be looking for a new headmistress, which would be pretty cool and see who they get. Yes, that would yeah. be interesting. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Our hopes, our hopes for season two are pretty, pretty high. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think we're hoping for a little bit of a stronger story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, some fun new characters. Obviously, continue to flesh out the characters that we know and give us a little bit more. On the Adams family. Yeah, as long as they don't rush it, just just like just take your time, do it right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, this was really fun. Thank you for joining me to talk about the show. I mean, I love just getting together and talk uh, shows with you guys. It's really fun and and exciting for me. And again, yeah, for anyone else who's on the fence or just hasn't jumped on to the party yet, Wednesday is definitely worth checking out. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. I mean, I'm assuming. You you have seen it, otherwise you probably wouldn't have been listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, we didn't even spoil the big twist in this whole show. Oh, yeah. about yeah. it tonight. Yeah. So well, I guess yeah, if you have listened to it to this point, might as well go enjoy it. Yeah, go. On. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, if there's nothing else for tonight, Kimmy, Nathan, thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to do this again sometime. And I hope you guys have a great night. Thank you, you too. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so you've been listening to the Captain for Fun podcast. Thanks everybody.